And we're live. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Live Reality Game Show's podcast. I'm your host, Lee. Today, we're talking about Survivor Michigan Revenge Tour All-Stars. I have a couple of guests with me. You might have heard of them. I don't know if you have. Uh, with me is Aaron, All-Star of Season 3, as well as Dylan, winner of Season 3 slash our boot episode person. <laughs> I doff me cap. Absolutely. Hey, everyone. So how are you two doing? Doing well. Yeah. It's been it's been a great few years. <laughs> yeah, I can't complain. Um I know we were just discussing, but I'm living in I'm living in Tampa now. The weather the weather here is pretty 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 good. Uh we've got seventy five and sunny today and looking like the same for the rest of the week. Wow, what's that like? <laughs> <laughs> It is not the case in New York right now. We're hovering at around 40. Wow, what's 40? That like? <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, it is honestly not cold enough for my tastes, but hopefully we get an actual winter. Well, right now over here in Ireland, we are going in five degrees. I don't know what that is in your people's. Oh, you're Celsius. Because so like, the Celsius, yeah. Yeah, mm. we're Celsius, so we're probably like around... Uh, no, 10, 20. Way more than that. 30. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Celsius. I don't know. Celsius doesn't make sense. Fahrenheit makes sense. It's like, how hot are you on a scale of 0 to 100? That's what Fahrenheit is. <laughs> Either way, I'm pro, I'm pro metric system, though. I am pro metric system. I agree system. with that. Metric system, yes. But I will die on the Fahrenheit over Celsius hill. <laughs> I don't care as long as it's not freezing cold. But either way, I'm always cold and always warm. It's never right. I still remember the one time I went over to the States this summer and it was like, it was like 30s or like relatively warm. And I was just like melting as a car acting like it was in a sauna. While everyone else was just fine acting bubbling up because they thought it was a bit cold. But we're not here to talk about the weather. We're here to talk about Survivor Michigan All-Stars. First off, Dylan, how are you feeling finally experiencing the joys of being voted off? Yeah, joys is for sure one way to describe it. Um, if, you, if you'd watched to the end um, of my, I guess you could call it a confessional after the vote out, um, I mentioned, you know, finally getting the taste of, of what being voted out feels like, and it didn't feel great, obviously. Um, a lot of emotions went into that tribal, but um, I think it would have been, um, you know, even more emotional if it felt like a blindside. Whereas, you know, Aaron and I, you know, we, we had a pretty good feeling about what we were walking into. But um, as you, have you, as you've seen in, a lot of the the Dylan quips. Um, I still have I still have the the trophy, so I'm trying to keep my head high, of course. Yeah, they're probably still going to be playing those, even though even vote it off. Oh, I would assume so. Absolutely, I hope so. I hope so. I got I got to keep playing in some capacity, right? Yeah, I mean, you're probably you're most likely going to make every episode. It's a rule at this point. <laughs> and Aaron. I don't know. You didn't really have much of a reaction at Tribal when Dylan got voted <laughs> off. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing, right. Stone so cold. I'm just curious how you felt in the mo moment, finally, uh, replacing Dylan. <laughs> um, 
Well, much deserved, not... by the way. <laughs> that is not something that I wanted to do at that time. I wanted to wait until the end to get there. But no, it was just like, it was such a roller coaster that night, like going into tribal because we have like our, you know, our final moments in my room, like confessional where we're both just like sad. Then we message Megan and then she says she's going to flip and then we're thrilled and literally like on the like that was walking to tribal. Megan told us she was going to flip and then like we were super excited and we were just both like, okay, we got to put our game faces on it tribal like we got to look super bummed like Megan's not flipping like we don't think anything's going on. So I was trying to look like as depressed as possible during tribal. It worked. Thank I was, <laughs> was rewatching the episode and I was like, I was like, Aaron just looks pissed. That was the goal. So it was just, yeah, super, like, super excited, but like trying to downplay it going in and then like thinking that the 3 2 1 was going to work and then it being a 3 3, like Sam flipping his vote and then the whole like private Megan and Adam conversation. And it was just like, it was so many highs and lows all at once. And I just, Oh my God. Yeah. I didn't like coming out of that going in there. I was like, I'm not going to cry. Like, this is going to be fine. Like even like we're expecting this, we know what's going to happen. And then I saw Dylan's torch get snuffed and I just like, I could not handle it. It was like, it was too much. Yeah. There's expecting it that it's going to happen. And then there's how it happened. Exactly. You're expecting one of you to go home, but you did not expect it the way it go because Megan did flip. But Sam was like, you know what? I'll flip too. Yeah, and that then, didn't help. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Megan, for telling Adam that you're considering flipping. Yeah. Yeah, that was the big one. I I think even for me at the time, if I remember correctly, um, obviously Aaron and I discussed the, the possibility of them splitting the votes trying to draw draw an idol and then ultimately one of us going home. Um, I think I, in my head, I was always thinking like, you know, they're probably not going to risk it. Let's just throw four votes on somebody and make it easy um, with, uh, you know, all these fake idols being thrown around. Um, I thought that they just want to, um, that they assumed were, were fake um wanted to, to make it easier that way and so i didn't you know i wasn't like you know up in arms about um even you know obviously megan making this decision was um elating for us but i wasn't keeping my hopes up of like even that um working out i still en- ended up thinking that something like this was going to happen um i was very surprised of her you know going back on that decision again and switching that still even to this day doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me um and i mean you can hear uh during during tribal um most of the people talking to megan and trying to get her to flip um it's like sam and lucy adam um aaron a little bit but it was it was that group more so and I remember something along the lines of me saying, like, listen to the listen to the people that aren't just like begging you and trying to force you to make a decision right now. Those people are a lot easier to work with. Um, it doesn't seem like you're getting pushed around from Aaron and I's point of view. We 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 want somebody that 
is, you know, willing to work with us. Um, you know, somebody that we confide in and we make decisions together rather than, you know, just getting told what to do. And so we thought, you know, that would be a lot more appealing to hear than no, you screwed up. Uh, you, you, you screwed up. You, you need to fix it. So still a bit confusing to me to this day. You ain't the only one that thinks that. I know it's a lot of comments during the live chat and even in the Discord to this day are thinking Megan made the wrong decision. Um, I guess we'll only find out in future episodes whether that was the correct one or not. But you, I do feel bad for pretty much everyone in this tribal because it looks like they're all... Everyone in this episode that's on the Pony tribe cried at some point in this episode or looked like they were about to cry. Except Lucy. Lucy just gives balls. That's true. She does. So, I feel like now, tie votes. I mean, Dylan, you're no stranger to a tie vote situation. You went to rocks for Cassie of all players. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. And Aaron, you prevented a tie with an idol play. Uh, hey, Eliza. That was crazy. So, so I feel like. If I was actually no, if I wouldn't do this, but I feel like Megan just needs to go on her own somewhere away from everyone and just talk to herself for a minute. Because what's that private? Con I didn't think private conversations were like allowed in Thai situations. Neither did Lucy, but <laughs> they went ahead and did it anyway. I don't think you did either. I think you you also said, "Can they even do that?" Yeah. Um, I was which, not. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with how that was supposed to go, or even. You know, looking back on it, the fact that Adam and Megan were given their time, why did, you know, Aaron and I not have a chance to do the same? Um, I think looking back on it, I had more faith in our, uh, like I just mentioned, our, our pitch. Um, but the emotions were really high, as you can see from, from that tribal. So, Yeah, I think it was a lot of it's because Adam and Megan it did look like they were deciding votes because Aaron, you weren't budging on voting Sam. Lucy wasn't budging voting Dylan, mm -hmm. so it was ultimately up to those two. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why it was allowed. I know. But if it was like they, Megan... they talked about it, they talked about it on the after show where like our usual like go to rules people are Matthew and Akshay. And Akshay was obviously on All Stars and voted out, so he wasn't there. And Matthew was not present at that tribal. So our usual go-to rules people were like not there to answer any questions. So the people that we had were like, okay, what's good TV? A private conversation. Yeah, yeah you can't blame them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, looking at the production there, they also have experience with tie break situations or like tie talks. I mean, Brady was there, Chloe was there. There's probably some other season three people that didn't want to apply. Yeah, from from I yeah, for sure Brady and Chloe, yeah. Yeah. So do you think if either of you had that kind of chat with Aaron or even Adam, would the results be different? I have a lot of, I think a lot about this tribal and things I could have said, things I could have done differently uh, to make it happen. But I think the biggest pinpoint is Adam being more stubborn in that situation than Megan. And it had to, like, they weren't going to go to rocks. I don't think, yeah, Megan's not going to rocks for Dylan, who, you know, she voted, who she blindsided at the first tribal. And like, this is a new relationship. And even though 
Dylan and I are incredibly loyal people and anybody that would have saved us, we would have like, you know, died for. I think that they, they didn't fully know that season three hadn't come out, like nothing had, they don't, they only have our word to go off of. And Adam didn't have any reason to side with us. Um, other than like maybe trying to play his own game instead of Sam's. Mm, yeah. It seemed, it seemed like at that point, um, that didn't seem a possibility for him at the time. Um, I, I also think back, you know, what, like I, like I just mentioned the, our, our main pitch to Megan is, you know, we, we haven't done anything to, to, to spite you so far. And we've had good conversations with you. Um, and just if just us pushing too hard there it would it would seem like you know we're trying we're doing the exact same thing that um you know sam and, and lucy and adam are doing so i don't i don't think there would have been a situation where i necessarily you know did it differently but um yeah that's that's my take on it at least yeah and the amount of times we got a confessional being like it wasn't meant to be Dylan. We were supposed to get rid of Aaron. Yeah, I, I think... didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, if that voting split was any way different, it either would have been Aaron going home or Sam going home. Yep, Dylan just got super unlucky that that's how they decided to do the split, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lucy Megan just had, had to him. vote you. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Adam kept his promise to you, Aaron, saying he wasn't going to write down your name. Yeah. And I think part of it, too, is that because of my relationship with Jackson, like, Megan thought that she had a better chance of, like, a closer relationship with me moving forward, maybe, than she would with Dylan. So she probably has more incentive there to save me than to save Dylan, unfortunately. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, who knows if your relationship with Jackson will help Megan in the future. So that's pretty much at the what happens at the end of episode. Let's talk about what happens at the beginning. So I misspoke. Uh, this is not a recap of Survivor Michigan Revenge Tour. It's a recap of Survivor Michigan Abby's Revenge Tour. Um, for those of you who don't know who Abby is, I would say watch season two, but you still won't know who she is. Um, random player from season two who got voted off. Um, pissed that she wasn't cast on All Stars because she wasn't entertaining. Decided to leak a bunch of information specifically about Jackson and Megan to her roommate Bailey, as well as Sam, as well as Emily B for reasons. They were in an acapella group together. So. Oh, okay, so they were in the group together. What were y'all's reaction to? Because f- it kind of didn't affect you a little bit. The end result, yes. But when you found out that this information was leaked by somebody who was not cast at all, what was what was happening? Aaron, if you want to take that first, because I, if if I think back correctly, I don't think I really got that information right away. Um, yeah, you can see both of us get that like the Megan and Jackson still dating info from Cooper, like on that porch swing. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. And I think my initial response was just like, it didn't, yeah, it didn't really affect me because we had already deduced that like the idol that I found was fake. So it's not like the fake idol leak really affected us at all. And except in the sense of like, it kind of really ruined our relationship with Adam. (laughs) But also like, 
all that I was thinking was like, okay, Megan and Jackson are actually dating. Then like, why is Megan not trying harder to work with me? <laughs> when yeah. like, my relationship with Jackson was so public. And I'm like, you could like, I was like, I understand not telling people, but like, I am Jackson's like one friend outside of season four coming into this game. Even so, like, within season I, four. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I could have been a huge asset, but that was like, that was the most disappointing thing to me. I was like, I didn't, I'm not even sure I know, I realized how it leaked until like later on. So yeah, it was just yeah, more I have of a like sim- a similar, I guess, reception. I didn't see it really um, affecting my game as much, but I think for sure the, the fact that the, a lot of the fake idols were were being exposed or even just the possibility of fake idols out there. Um, I think it made Adam trust me less because maybe he assumed that the idol I had given him in the stairwell, maybe he assumed that I knew it was fake already instead of, oh, I'm giving you an idol that I think is real. Um, Did you know it was so that fake? Does... We knew it was fake. That's why we, yeah. Okay, you both yeah. I wasn't going to give away one that I <laughs> that I knew was real uh, while I was on the chopping block. Um, so yeah, we we were we were we were sure that the one that I gave him was was fake. Um, but uh, just the the idols being exposed and then him having less trust in me. Um, he, he I mean, you saw how the the vote split it, it comes down to megan and adam so that was like my most important thing going into that tribal was um meeting with adam and trying to see if there was any sort of way to get him to flip and that was aaron and i's you know original strategy from i believe you see that in episode one or two was aaron um you know fostering this bigger relationship with megan and me with with adam to see if um you know they those two would be on our side because it became pretty evident early on that the that they were in the that they're playing the middle seat um which is great for them of course you didn't want to try and pull over lucy scrap a girl she's like your number one fan <laughs> uh that, that wasn't gonna work uh, no i don't think uh i don't think that was in the cards oh, we got crouched in the chat huh <laughs> Who would you both have- i was there was not a shot in the world i was ever voting for dylan not a single chance what, are you still, like, stuck with Sam for a Hail Mary? Yeah. Uh, you know what's so funny to me is I saw comments after episode one that was like, why did you go for Lucy? You could have just gone right for Sam. And now after this episode, they're like, why didn't you go for Lucy? You could have just got like, why did you have to go to go for Sam? You could have just gone for Lucy is the easier vote. And I'm like, can I make a good decision? <laughs> no. Apparently not. You can only make bad ones. Yeah, but no. I'm going to vote shot. for the winner season. Not a, sh- <laughs> not a shot in the world I'm voting for Dylan there. Not even. Yeah. I, we we were like we're not going to we're not going to go down against each other at that point. We're like we we know we're on the bottom and that would just be us, you know, succumbing to their plans even more so and it would just be, you know, I, I mean at the time I felt, you know, it was just degrading at that point. Um yeah, and obviously, they're going to pitch the same idea to both of you. Oh, save yourself, vote the other person. Like that's not. You can you see anywhere. in the in the bonus scenes too that were released today for this episode. Cooper tries. Cooper tries to convince me to vote for Dylan too, um, to save myself. And 
he was and like as soon as he realized there was no shot that i was doing that like he was fully my meeting with cooper was first and then he met with dylan like on that same porch swing and all of those confessionals i i like they really remind me of jeremy in winners at war when there's that scene where he's just sitting on the bench the whole time and everybody's just coming to jeremy and like he does not move that's cooper on his porch swing like yeah. everybody just comes up to the porch they talk to cooper cooper does not have to move everybody just comes to him he's still there to this day he is yeah it's true yeah i back in the old season four days when i was on this pod he was actually on that porch swing i'm <laughs> lying <laughs> but but yeah he cooper really wanted me to vote for dylan to save myself and i was like just to no ensure that aaron was still that. in the game yeah right and I yeah. was like, and he explicitly told me too. He was like, just don't go to rocks. Like Cooper said that to me in our meeting. He was like, don't you dare go to rocks. And I was like, you know me, Cooper. I would never. And then we got to tribal and I was like, I'm going to rocks for this man. Like, I do not care. <laughs> I'm weird in that. I think going to rocks is like the next best option then rather than flipping. Only because I see it as like another opportunity to get rid of somebody on the opposite alliance. That was my thinking in season three, um, but it also is probably just my my ego and thinking. Yeah, there's no possible way I'm going to grab a rock, so I'm, it's fine. Um, in my head, I always feel like I'm not winning anyway, so who cares? I'm glad Crouch is is uh, is watching this live during this conversation as well. Yeah, I'm not gonna like his plan in season three. Like watching that, I was like, that is actually genius. I loved that. I thought that was great. He just oh, couldn't yeah. explain it right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, emotions are so high at Tribal. That's why you, like, come out years later and you're like, these are all the things I should have said. But yeah. it's like, in the moment, it is so difficult to be smart and level-headed and rational. And it is just, like, it's impossible. Yeah, episode three trauma. <laughs> exactly, yeah. There's so many hypotheticals that start getting thrown around, too. Um, as you can imagine, in, in the past few weeks, and it gets so hectic, what people think one little tidbit down the line has has an influence, you know, three weeks later, but it's true. And you could you could do hypotheticals all day. Yeah, like that's what's, hypoth- that's what's fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's hypotheticals like, what if the rumor of a day one vote off didn't happen? Would Akshay still been the first one to go home? What if Tom mm-hmm. wasn't cast? Who else would be there? <laughs> what if the season never happened? I think back on, um, I guess the timing was slightly, uh, slightly less impactful, but I think back on, because I didn't even know this until watching the episode from the first challenge when sangria gets to the torch first in the diag and kevin tosses it over the ledge i we, we i mean it was our fault for not or i guess not our fault i think it was sam who said sam's no fault way. sam, mm-hmm. sam said there's no way that they would hide them in the same spot so we literally looked everywhere else um until um i don't even remember who who found it on um the other tribe but once we got to the spot we still had to look around and we found and we got there not too long after um and i was pretty confident in our running running abilities we had a pretty they had bailey of course we were gonna beat them yeah bailey was having a tough time but yeah that's it's stuff like that where like if kevin didn't throw that torch who knows what would have happened oh paddock found it 
Oh, you're speaking of Harry, she also went on this episode. <laughs> oh, did she? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not as interesting. Odawa is not an interesting tribe, but they're doing it to themselves. <laughs> Same with Sangria, but to be fair, they have an excuse. Yeah, they haven't been a tribal. It is crazy yeah. that, like, the most boring tribe is the tribe with, like, Jackson and Kevin and Will. Like, that's why they're boring. How does that I'm happen? Kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's because they don't go to tribal when you don't do. I think. Mean, and we get into it a lot of detail in the bonus episode with Sangria, but they kind of just don't know each other. They're still trying to remember each other's names. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's the funny part. Yeah. Yeah, like they're all talking about, like, I want to make social bonds, and nobody's doing anything about it. I thought that was so, oh my God, the bonus scene where Will, like, wanted them all to go to brunch and nobody responded. That was so sad. I haven't finished the bonus scene yet. Did that happen? I didn't yeah. Know that. yeah. Will asks, he sends the tribe chat. He's like, hey, when's everyone free for lunch? And nobody responds. <laughs> only Emily responds. Yeah, only but Emily V. That's, that's because Will has a thing for Emily's. Fun fact, Will was one of the first people. I think, he no, he was the first person to reach out to me um, when All Stars was. I agree with that, Crouch. Very yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> um, Will was one of the first people to reach out to me, um, or was the first person to reach out to me when All Stars started. And he was he was one of the people I mentioned in um, either casting or pre-casting, however you want to define it, that I wanted to work with in this game. Um, just because of like, the interactions with him near the end of season three were very interesting. And I thought that it would be so unexpected um, uh, in all stars, you know, it would be, it could be like another Dylan Devin situation. Um, And the fact that we were just paired up on different tribes and they were winning all the tribals, we didn't even uh, converse that much, but that would have been interesting to see how that played out because um will and i really wanted to, to work together for all stars yeah you're too busy just chatting to bailey in passing exactly i don't know i don't think that that, that was another another uh another tidbit i wanted to bring up because i don't think it was included uh correct me if i'm wrong but bailey and i hunted for the north campus idol together like two plus hours probably uh, did that get included in the bonus? I don't think so. It was there included was like... that she like shared the clue with you. Yeah. But not necessarily that you like hunted together. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that got included, or it was it was my fault. Sorry, Ian, if you watch this for for not sending that footage, if if I have it somewhere. But yeah, we, um, Bailey and I looked for that idol on in North Campus for hours and hours and there is one funny video um where we're we're deep in the woods and it's pitch black it's like i don't know midnight one in the morning you can't see anything and oh yeah oh yeah yeah um where we found like a pentagram out in the woods in like a teepee (laughs) like a and and I think that's where we cut off the search. We're like, all right, this is a bit too much for us now. Um, that's a bad if omen. <laughs> if they're hiding idle, yeah. And of course, I didn't find it either. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, unless it's a fake idol, they're not being found. Well, um, unless it's Adam, because he actually found a real one this time. Three idols, two fakes, one real. 
Where did he but, find that again? I'm, that I'm was the North Campus idol. I think he found the yeah. North Campus one. And then Where was it though on North Campus? It was like on the path right by Bates. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's some sort of forest You guys know the college part than I do. <laughs> That's where we looked. Like when, when Sam mentioned that he knew exactly where to look and then he found the, the fake one with Megan. That's where Adam found that one, right? I think that was that same spot. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised with Jackson hiding all these, he never found it. Well, he hit them all like preseason, probably before the actual idols were hidden. I thought he said he moved them once he got clues. He moved a couple, yeah. Mm -hmm. It would have been uh, funny if he just went all out and moved all 18 to a couple of those different spots and people, you know, found there were 17 or so fake idols right out <laughs> in the beginning. That would have been pretty interesting. Everyone in the cast has a fake idol except for Jackson and Megan. I'm surprised he made them all... Do you make them all look the same, or at least a majority of them look the it same? It was like, yeah, it was like the same, but different colors. I think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, you never know what idols look like. Some college survivors have done that, where it's just like beads, but in the tribe color. Mm -hmm. I guess these are just like random colors, so we couldn't really guess which colors tribe they were all on. True. Uh, another thing I want to talk about that was in the bonus scenes, uh, Cooper's party. And how the cops got involved. <laughs> Yes. Were either of you two at that party? <laughs> I was. I honestly don't remember. So <laughs> I could have been at the party or not. Um, that is valid. Is it, it, am I in it in the bonus scenes? Uh, we, don't, we don't really see anyone other than uh, Shirtless Cooper again. I swear the kids, waiting, the kids waiting to start an OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You should and talk then to just, him. Yeah. I've been leaving comments, but no one seems to be responding. Yeah. So, every Michigan only fans. We've already seen half these people naked. It's true. Cooper, oh my god. Evan, the, I'm sure. The upskirt yeah. shot of Sam in the bonus footage really deeply upset me. Oh my gosh. I need to watch this. It is like white underwear covered in dirt in the wrong places. It was not good. <laughs> I mean, and then we got the shot of all of you guys in the hot in the hot tub. Oh my god, it was a lukewarm tub. That was the worst time. Oh my, I don't even. That it was it was really cold. Yeah, I don't even know if you could call it lukewarm. It was it was cold. It, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why we stayed in as long as we did. Or <laughs> it's because all. like no, this happens in in Survivor just in general all the time. Nobody wants to be the first one to say. All right, I'm gonna leave and then pick a direction to go because then it's you're the first one committing, you're out of there. Then everyone stays, has a chance to talk, right? And so it's it's just a cat and mouse of who's gonna be the first one to cave from the cold water. At least that's what that's what my mindset was. That's an immunity challenge waiting to happen. <laughs> Don't yeah, give him any ideas. A polar plunge. <laughs> Y'all should just some... pull. <laughs> Y'all should have just pulled a Lucy back and constantly survivor Michigan. <laughs> Ian or whoever's in production now, if you're listening, I'll take credit if I see that in a future season. <laughs> uh, what else was there? Oh, yeah, how the cops got involved and kind of puts a rift in Cooper and Andrew's relationship. I mean, when the cops get involved, understandable. I will say, I was one of the people who, when the cops got there, I camped out at Crouch's house. So. <laughs> I do have to take his side in this argument. I'm sure he's going to love that in chat. Yeah. 
So that's another war going on. Now that the Emily versus Aaron war is now over, we now have the whose fault is it, Cooper or Andrew? <laughs> or, like, whose roommate fault is it? <laughs> yeah, and you guys should keep that uh, conversation going because it's currently going on right now. It is. It, it's still in debate between both houses at the moment uh, about who who paid for the ticket, who did what, and if we can get the com- community involved and in helping with that, you know, decision about what you guys think, I'm sure it'll rile them up. Somebody look into those Ann Arbor public records. Like, let's yep. get some yeah. detectives on this. Somebody call Jackson. He's a lawyer. Can't he sort this out? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's still outstanding, and then somebody's going to be up for a felony soon. Who knows what, it's, <laughs> what, it, what it is at this point? So I'll just mark that as one point for Andrew. And this is going to be a new question I'll ask every time I interview someone. Love it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give my point here for to uh, Cooper's house because right. well, I don't even know if everyone realized it, but I ended up. Uh, t- in, uh, what's a good word? I guess inheriting that house the next year uh, for my senior year. So I actually ended up living in that house. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my my point to Cooper. Okay, so point to Cooper by loyalty. God, you're a loyal player. <laughs> yeah, good thing <laughs> Note that down. It's true. Dylan always loyal. Can confirm. <laughs> So that's pretty much all the thing that happened in the beginning of the episode. We have Abby Gage, we have Cop Gates. Let's move on to one of my favorite parts of this episode, the challenge. This has to be the best challenge I've ever seen. <laughs> it was so funny. Like, talk about the birth of COVID. Oh, I literally said several times, I was like, this challenge caused COVID. I'm convinced. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we had Lucy sick the first episode, the second episode, the patient zero of COVID probably, and then we're just spreading it around to the entire cast. Yep. Yeah, whose idea was that? Who 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 made that challenge on production? Brady. 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 <laughs> oh, Brady was probably just eating that up, laughing. Oh, he was. Yeah. He yeah. certainly was. Yeah, he was living for it. Who came up with those dares? Was that also Brady? I think it was like it was a lot of production and I know some of them like were worse and then other people on production made them like temper it down. Yeah, like what was worse than calling your parents and say, Yeah, I'm pregnant or I got someone pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I don't know. But I'm sure that this production could could brew up, you know, something worse or I don't even know. What was going on in the moment when that stuff was happening? I mean, we had people licking each other's feet. Everyone in the tribe was sort of making out at some point. I tried to like, I tried to launch the ball because I was like, I don't want to smooch people. I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's was... a lot of people just trying not to get sick for sure. Yeah. Um, Kevin literally I... had mono. Did he actually? <laughs> He did. Kevin literally had mono. Why is people having mono in this? Because I remember the watermelon challenge, Aliza had mono. And now in this challenge, Kevin had mono. People be smooching, Lee. I'm learning new stuff every day. I didn't know he had mono. Yeah, I think that's why they had him go, like, last in the in the circle. So, like, he oh, only gave yeah. the mono he only gave the mono to Jesse. Uh, okay, and since Jesse's a part-time player, she won't mind. <laughs> 
Not my words, it's Will's. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Will's. I remember just being, I don't know, Aaron, if you felt this way, just locked in knowing, like, if we lose this, we're, like, one of us is going home. Yeah. So uh, there's that's, a lot of, yeah. like, there's a lot of fun in games being thrown around, but um, in the back of my mind, I was like, there's no, there's no chance it's going to work out well if we lose this challenge, which is even more bittersweet losing in Pong, or not bittersweet, bitter, losing in Pong to to kevin um <laughs> and he I, I still don't live that live that down to this day he's you know uh, he doesn't he doesn't let me forget that one okay. every day he sent you this timely message just remember i beat you at palm yeah exactly though i think the biggest question i need to ask so ass tits or fear oh i would vote fear for sure <laughs> that's just funny um yeah i think i was i think i was fear as well <laughs> also i have to ask how pissed were you when you found out it was a two-part challenge and that you weren't safe <laughs> and it was a double triple <laughs> i was uh, the... livid because i had yeah. just sunk that last cup and so i was like on such a high and it was such a moment like you can't it's like hard to tell in the episode but what was happening as i was like setting up for that final shot emily paddock was like over on like on her end and she was like stomping and clapping and like making a bunch of noise trying to mess me up and then i just said that's funny and then i sunk the last shot <laughs> so i was on such a high and that's why i like flipped everybody off i wasn't flipping everybody off i was just flipping emily off but Shocker. <laughs> it was it was just like such a big moment and such a happy moment. And then they were like, oh, by the way, you didn't actually win. And it was, oh my God. The whole season was just roller coaster after roller coaster. And that was one that just felt so unnecessary. And it's like, it's not a good twist to just have people be happy about winning and then take that away from them. Like that adds nothing in my opinion. Yeah, it just adds like more bitterness exactly it was a buzzkill for sure and that just like compounded how i already felt that i, I was just getting so unlucky throughout the throughout the season mm -hmm. i was like i'll just add this on top to make it even worse yeah and then you and then unfortunately the final beer pong happens though you did land a good shot when you called a island oh, yeah man. exactly you know i like i said we're we're fighting and mm -hmm. Um, I can't recall if this was shown, but I mean, there was discussion about, um, Sam playing, uh, if it was going to be like me and Sam or something. And mm -hmm. that was not, uh, something Aaron and I were willing to do to put anybody else's but our own fate uh -huh. in our own hands to let anybody else play at that point, because I don't think he would have, um, any issue, you know, letting letting that game go in the position that he was in at the time yeah because go in that first game we were like three apiece dylan sam and myself each had three cups and mm -hmm. adam had one and so it was like yeah is it dylan was for sure in but then it was like is it going to be me or sam but we were like yeah we've gotta we've got to do this for ourselves mm -hmm. yeah and it got so close near the end they really thought we we're going to get a comeback 
But no, I, I felt saying, it. Yeah. I was about to say Zangria. Sangria <laughs> continued their winning streak and continued being one of the most boring tries of the season so far. <clears throat> so we just got a lot of talk from them, a lot of hypotheticals, but nothing really too interesting. And then on Odawa, it just seems like Cooper and Andrew are deciding whether to vote off Bailey or vote off Paddock. And then out of nowhere, it seems like Andrew's about to go home. And everyone was hyped, only to get cut at the knees and realize, oh, it's just a 5-1 on Emily. Emily's going home. Bye. Mm. Yeah. So that's that tribe over and done with. Let's, well, we've talked. Pretty much. Yeah, like I said, this is pretty much a Pawnee episode. Hasn't every episode been? Pretty much. Yeah, you guys definitely... That's what makes it sad when you guys lost, because you had, like, a lot of good characters on your tribe, because you got the only winner, you had the one everyone considered should have won their season, you got Sam, who's an amazing player, Lucy, who's a fan favorite, uh, uh, Megan, who's I'm back. become... Ah, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, you got Megan, who's, a, like, a new fan favorite, everyone loves her, Adam, who's gay, and then Akshay... <laughs> <laughs> And then you got, like, Akshay, who, even though he was only in one episode, was killing it in the confessionals. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too bad some people couldn't get over a two-year-old bitter rock draw that had ultimately no effect on them. So true. Well, so true. Half, <laughs> half an effect on one of them, and then actual no effect on the other one. We were all you in that second challenge when uh, that standing ovation of his demise happened. That was ridiculous. Yeah. They all just applauded. That was was fun. No, I was honestly surprised. Um, And I think maybe that's another testament to just me being out of the loop in this season. But I didn't realize, like, the the applause, you know, in in my head, season one and season two, there weren't a lot of, I guess, as many riffs as, as expected. And so the applause was pretty surprising to me. Um I just expected, you know, some of the season one and season two people to to stick together and want everyone from those seasons to be in the game. But um, obviously that wasn't the case. Nope. Season one is just as fucked up as season three was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only there's just less people and there was more people in season three that were like, so are you team Paddock or team Aaron? Mm-hmm. It's like yep. civil wars. Like, are you team Captain America or team Iron Man? That's a great comparison. Which yeah. one, Aaron, which one would you be? I'm Iron Man. Absolutely. You're Iron Man? Yeah. Yeah, she has the money and the fame. <laughs> I don't have that, but. <laughs> she has the Survivor Michigan fame. But you're working on Sundays, so. You're, I am. You're working, you're working for that money and that fame. So true. <laughs> Get in the coin because Survivor does not pay. <laughs> it does not. In no. fact, it takes. Because you have to have all your meetings at, like, Espresso Royale or, like, Noodles & Co. And you have to pay for meals. And it's, like, then you have to sit in cold hot tubs. And it's not a good time. It was not easy to justify uh, to my parents at the time, explaining to them that I was essentially taking a four-credit class of Survivor um, <laughs> d- during during season three. And then coming back again for All-Stars and saying that I'm going to play again. Um that uh, that that didn't sit that didn't sit great. 
Um, but at least having the win made it seem like, all right, if, if you have the confidence, uh, let's see how this one goes. So <laughs> I think, I think in at least, uh, in their head, they, I'm sure they were a little bit relieved to hear that I got voted out earlier. Or to think Christ, our wallets are saved. Yeah. In our time that my, my, my grades might get better. Hooray. Dylan, were you in a similar situation? I think there's like a bonus scene where it's like Crouch and I think it's like somebody else are like talking about like, oh, our significant others like really want us to get voted out. Like they don't like that we're doing this. Did yeah, your girlfriend Crouch. also like not like you playing? Um, I don't know if it was like a, it was black and white or if it was, you know, oh, you have to go. Did my grades actually get better? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't think um, I don't think she was uh, th thrilled uh, during the time. Um, so yes, I'll say I'm. Not, she was definitely happy when I got voted out for sure. Well, maybe she'll learn to experience when Survivor Michigan significant other seasons happen. <laughs> yeah, will that be, yeah. And then, um, or maybe when uh, um, Winners at War happens in 20 years. Yeah, we can finally figure out who's the better winner between you and Mallory. <laughs> People have been arguing it for decades. Have they? I'm sure they have. Yeah, they actually have. It's like, okay, so we know we were the top two. So the other two, who's better? Dylan's number one in my book. Well, it's right there in your name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Survivor Michigan's significant under will happen before Survivor Michigan's Cats edition. Because the oh, amount yeah. of cats in these episodes. Does everyone have a cat this season or something? The pets are shining. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Jackson's dog keeps attacking him in his confessionals. Yep. <laughs> Megan's cat yeah, just wandering around. <laughs> and there's, like, other cats as well. Will you be submitting your pet to the ring if you have any? Um, if, I had, if I had one, I would have for sure. My, if I had one, was... every confessional would be with the pet. Yeah, there that's how talk... you get screen time. <laughs> there was talk senior year of us getting a monitor and uh that kind of fell through but that would have been probably one of the most interesting survivor pets out there getting a what a monitor you never heard that? of a monitor no it's like a mini like komodo a... dragon oh. oh i thought you were talking about a computer screen that's where my mind went too <laughs> no like, that would not... not be a great pet it'd, well, it'd be, be like pretty, it'd be like uh, karen obedient. it'd be like karen from uh spongebob, from SpongeBob like, yeah oh yeah <laughs> you're just married to it yeah Trying to think, what else is there to talk about this episode? I guess Dylan has a feel. What made you want to come back to, for a second time as a winner of all things? Um, I had fun playing it the first time. Um, and you know my parent for a pet but it'll learn how to say all your strategy talks <laughs> yeah that would be unfortunate for <laughs> maybe that's a strategy for uh you know an opposition player to just take your take your parrot and sneak it into uh 
sneak it into your rival's house and just let it let it go. Or you just teach um, it to say, "Vote Sam." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could use it in, in another way too to just kind of fake it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Um, yeah. What was the question again? Oh, what was it like playing again, and what made you want to oh, come back as a winner play again? Right. Um, yeah, I just maybe just having a big head and trying to give it a go and try to win twice. I'm, I'm sure that that's definitely a part of it. Um, but you know, this was a, everyone was playing. I said in my last confessional, um, I thought it would be fun to play, uh, with my friends, but what you, you know, you don't realize is that at the end of the day, you have to vote your friends out and you, and getting lied to by your friends never, uh, never bodes over well. So um, looking back on it, maybe it wasn't the the best idea, but um, it's in general just fun to play. And there wasn't any other um, winners at the time that had even had the opportunity um, because they weren't on campus. So I thought, why not? Oh, yeah, you're the only one on campus because I mm-hmm. think Trotsky was like a junior or senior. Dale was only there for the year. And I think Mallory was also a senior or something. Yeah, yeah Dale's and 40. Mallory were both seniors. Yeah, and Dale's <laughs> hundred. Dale has a kid now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh wow. It's not hard. I still think he's like the same age as everyone. That's because he kind of acts like a child, but that's true. Yeah, yeah. That that's what makes him so part. charismatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the child, and he's just gonna constantly take it to White Castle. <laughs> I actually went there when I was on holidays, and I actually hate that the fact that I kind of like it. It's not bad. It's slept on. Yeah, I know. It's actually pretty decent. I actually don't think I've ever had it. It's all right. Hey, well, was there <laughs> anything that uh, um, didn't make the cut that you, that you can think of? Um, uh from from your point of view on anything yeah, any conversations delete scenes Not times really. ripping it to people i did i was definitely one of bailey's like in passing people because we actually <laughs> were like in passing i had a class in the same room as her she was leaving as i was entering and i'm i was so late to so many classes because of that because it's like Nick says, like Bailey sits down and she just talks. Like she just she spills everything. And I'm like, well, I don't want to miss this. Like, do I want to miss class? No. But is this more important than class? Yes, absolutely. So we were we never recorded it because I was always like ready to go at a moment's notice, but like that was genuinely in passing. Um, well that's that'll be exciting when I eventually get to talk to Bailey. Would be an yeah. hour in, and I just asked her how her day was. <laughs> I think the only the other in passing thing... ones were always fun. Mm-hmm. I had a few of those. I had one with Crouch. Um, at like two a.m. Yeah, those were fun. Very true, Harry. Thanks, Harry. Yeah, he was a uh, one of your picks in the suburban Michigan drafts. But yeah, I guess my only other thing that wasn't included is I made. I think this was the week I made a whole like relationships map of the game 
and I like I drew it all out. I like had people connected and it was either like a tier one, tier two or tier three connection. And it looked like the drawings of a crazy person. But is it on level with Sarah's whiteboards? Oh, it's it's far more detailed than Sarah's whiteboards. Also, I did not know until watching those bonus scenes that Sarah stalked us. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. But I did not whole, know. Wait, what? In There's bonus scenes bonus... of episode two, after like the midnight idol hunt, when Where Sam we, is naked for some reason? Yeah, when we talk to Adam, yeah. we talk to Adam, and then Adam like starts to walk away, and we kind of like make sure he's gone, and then we go to look for the idol. Sarah's stalking us in a, in a car that whole time. You and me? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. She's like hiding by trees and seeing you guys talk like at least seven different times because you walk in different directions and she knows where you live. I'm honestly upset at myself for not noticing. We did notice Tom. We did notice Tom stalking us. He was not stalking about it. Tom's always hiding in the bushes. Yes. He's not he's not a great stalker. He's not. No. Sarah he says he could have he says he could have hidden Cooper's bushes. I don't think he could have. No, he'd be too busy giggling to himself or something. <laughs> now Sarah, Sarah, she knows how to stalk people. Mm-hmm. She's got a crazy boyfriend running in the fountain and she's stalking. That's a power couple right there. It is. I love Brian. Big Brian fan. <laughs> the psycho and the stalker. I actually kinda I don't know I don't well, I don't know his age and if he's there. I would be kind of cool to see, like, some of the significant others in future seasons. Like, if Noah was on a season, Brian's on a season, whoever the girlfriends are, because we never see them. Sexism. <laughs> that or they're not real. Yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah what was uh, Megan's? Oscar? Oscar. Yeah, Oscar. Uh... Yeah, we're just not seeing any of the girlfriends. I'm convinced they're not real at this point. Because, you know, in college, uh, people make up having one. <laughs> mine's real. She's actually in the other room. Same yeah. one. That's good. <laughs> I, yeah, get Oscar on. Yeah, that would be, that, wouldn't that be great? That would be fun. I think, I, I tried to get my, uh, I tried to get my sister to sign up. Um, and... I think after, because she watched uh, at least some of season three, um. and she's a lot more uh, into her studies than than I am, and she's <laughs> she, she she couldn't stomach she couldn't stomach it she did she she couldn't do it, but that would have been interesting or uh, like a sibling season mm-hmm. that would that would that would be an interesting one. I'm still waiting for a roommate season. I'm surprised it hasn't been done yet. Yeah, roommate season. I'm sure some of my roommates would have done it senior year. Yeah, I mean, Cooper's too busy getting his roommates on production. Mm-hmm. Trying to rig it for him to win. Or the opposite, they're rigging it for him to lose. Yeah, they want him to lose. Cooper's roommates <laughs> want nothing good for him. No. <laughs> they're just wait. They're actually try- They're hoping to spill secrets to everyone. It's like, yeah, we'll off Cooper. Yeah, just to spite him. Yeah. yeah, it's like he's on his porch meetings, and then his roommates walk by. It's like, have you ever considered voting on Cooper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Matt. He's on production. He's not even involved. <laughs> yeah, but every still. day actually, yes, I have. Uh, I was gonna ask something else. Um, 
I'm good at my job, I swear. <laughs> You're doing great, Lee. Thanks. I guess with next episode, we see that a swap is coming. Aaron, your prayers have finally been answered. I know. Yeah. And we just have to hope you get on the try with none of them. That would be ideal, <laughs> yeah. At this point, I was like, I could possibly work with Megan. But, like, leaving leaving that tribal, I was like, I didn't want to. Right? I remember I mean, you saying it, like, you're so over it. Like, you don't even want to converse with any of these people. Yeah. We saw um, you walk out of tribal. Yeah, Chloe said- crying in your arms. No, you that was arms. yeah that was so sweet because in that like chloe and brady are my two best friends in the whole wide world and like were since that moment and still are so it's like in that moment chloe was not a production member i was not a contestant like i was just her best friend who she saw in pain so like she needed to go comfort me and i thought that was really sweet and then you can see when i storm off and i say i don't want to be around these people you can see chloe just go that's fair yeah <laughs> yeah i think i can even hear some of the other people are just like yeah let's let her be she needs to let this all out mm-hmm. nothing yeah, bad that was just a very cry. sentimental you know kept it very uh and then like the montage at the end of aaron and i and all of our heartfelt moments oh, yeah. that definitely tugged at the heartstrings so that was, that was really a good inclusion did. yeah a little bit of a last hurrah well i can definitely say with the season rankings placement rankings that i definitely did not steal from a other podcast that <laughs> i don't know it doesn't it doesn't it's not that bad it's not that good <laughs> definitely also also did not steal the hat idea from them either i love that it's a great hat i'm not it's... wearing one of my 800 hats right now but the yeah, I was there. also thinking about wearing one, um, but the lighting wasn't working in my room. It, yeah. You know, mm, cast fair. a shadow over my face. Can't have that, right? <laughs> Gotta see oh, your face. Yeah. Now that you bring that up, they mentioned this on Keeper Torch. Did you actually on season three wear a different hat for every scene you did? Me or Aaron, because we both wore a lot of hats. Um, I think they were talking about you, Dylan. I think. Honestly, thinking back on the confessionals, it, it might have happened organically. I don't think I did it on purpose, but I have, uh, I think Aaron might have more, but I have, I own like 40 hats. Like I have a, I have a lot of hats and shall I, shall I show there's these, oh wait, hold on. Yeah, there's go ahead. I have these behind me and then I have my entire wall over here. <laughs> It's not even a wall, it's just hats in place of a wall. Yeah, exactly. I just have the one I just got because I was like, why not? (laughs) I got specifically for this video. It's a good one. Hold on. Wait, should we put them on? Yeah, why not? I'll put one on. I'll put on my, I'll put my shirt. Oh, wait, no, I'll put on Iron Man. That's fitting. And you were like sipping out like a Spider-Man cup as well. Okay, I'm ready now. It's also the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What's the hi everyone? Welcome to Abby's (laughs) Michigan Survivor Tour. (laughs) I butchered that name so hard. Abby Michigan Survivor Tour. (laughs) (laughs) You close? Oh yes, beautiful. Oh yeah, very good hats. 
I was gonna say I might win in like quantity, but I think Dylan wins in quality. For him. Yeah, absolutely. And I come dead. I come third. Yes. Yes. Aaron, you finally got second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just wait for episode zero. That's all I'm gonna say. Wait for season four point five, where everything gets. That is honestly an amazing app. Handy in the yeah, corner. Like yeah. It looks very cozy. Yeah, very nice. Thank you. So, I guess to end it off, Dylan, would you like to give us one of your famous... I forget what they're called. Cutaways? Is that what they're called? I think I called them, I think I called them quips in this, in this season. I don't know if, if quip is the right word. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cutaways are good. I think I called it I something just, different in season three. Too. one-liners. What do you guys call them? Yeah. One-liners, one-liners. yeah. Um, which one do we want here? Um, also, while you're thinking of one, did you expect those to go crazy? No, I Ian in production um, did a great job. I didn't, I didn't think it would be used that much to that capacity. I thought, you know, I also didn't know they're going to keep the whole edit in. You know, it made it funnier for sure that I just rifled them off. But I, I didn't think that they would keep the whole thing. Because I was like, okay, that's going to make me look like an idiot um, <laughs> if they keep the whole thing in. But um, I thought they they use it like one, maybe two times. But also at the time, I think that was early on in the season. Um, you know, I didn't know that I was going to win, obviously. And so I didn't think, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get used that much. So, no, I did not think that. <laughs> um. Yeah, which one do we want? Ask, ask Aaron a question. I'll think of a good one. Um, Aaron, do you have any quips? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never been put on the spot like this. I My, my favorite Dylan one from this season by far is the, uh, give me that idol. Like, oh, I want that <laughs> idol. <laughs> <It's> so... <laughs> um, I think that one's my favorite as well. It's just like, give me that idol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that idol. Give me that idol. <laughs> it's a lot more effective with the hats. And they just fit, yeah. like, they, I feel like the one-liners, they're not my character. Like, I can't steal Dylan's character, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just have to be you. Yeah, I think mine, I think my most common phrase is probably, like, just fuck my tribe at this point. <laughs> but, and I yeah, could be right. for season three as well, so I think that'd be mine. <laughs> Yeah, fuck my tribe. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say something. I feel like mine would just be anyway, because I feel like I say that when I'm trying to change, so I was like, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good filler. I say so too much. So, yeah. Oh, I'm horrible for that, so I always start a conversation with, so, what have you been up to? So, how are you doing? Mm. So. Yeah. Dylan, your eyebrows look really good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It looks like the hat. <laughs> <laughs> they blend together. They're not even eyebrows. It is just the hat. I go like that. Yep, there you go. Oh, wow. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't like that as much. No. <laughs> well, yeah, I appreciate uh, you you having us on. And thanks for looping me. Uh, thanks for looping me in on this. Um, this is 
my second uh podcast experience ever i believe so thanks for being patient bearing with me i don't know how yeah, these no uh, usually go you know but i think it was something for sure i think it was something <laughs> that was something mm -hmm. that is one of the long michigan quotes that will never die right? i hope how so hard we try i like a legacy legacies are fun yeah winning not legacy enough have to have something extra yeah we yeah, need to have some legacy in these series i'm greedy i'm greedy <laughs> <laughs> Well, Aaron and Dylan, thank you so much for coming on. Aaron, good luck with the rest of the season, even though this happened two years ago. <laughs> I will try to pull it out for just you, Lee, retroactively. Yeah, just me. I kept saying throughout all of summer, here's our All-Stars winner. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. And Dylan, thanks so much for coming on. No matter what people say, to quote your own words, doesn't fucking matter. You already have your crown. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And thanks, everybody, for watching. If you want to watch more Survivor Michigan content, go check out their YouTube channel. Go follow everyone. Join the Discord. Are you Team Cooper or Team Andrew in this whole debacle of cop wars? Are you... How is the swaps going to go? How is it going to swap with 17? Is there going to be an exile? Is there going to be a quick vote-off? If Aaron... Are they going to be like, Aaron, you've been through enough. You're going to have your own tribe. <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> and we'll see you all next time for another live reality games and another Survivor Michigan. Bye.